Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents Pit Row with your host Ralph, where we will review the upcoming NASCAR weekend's races and go over the last weekend's races, what happened, what we saw on the tracks, and build towards DFS picks. Let's jump into our latest episode. Down Pit Row, race fans. This is Ralph, your host, excited to be talking NASCAR Sprint Cup action on yet another lovely weekend. And uh, if you're a first-time offender, welcome. If you are a repeat offender, we love a hard head, so welcome back. Uh, but this is uh, Pit Row, where we will talk NASCAR, traditionally take a look at the last week's race, preview this week's race, and give you some DraftKings suggestions. But before we get into all that, guys, here's how you can find us and keep up with us and be a part of the Tiger Bomb Nation. First and foremost, the website, www.tigerbombsae.com. Uh, you can click on the Pit Row page there, listen to the podcast that way, as well as check out what else we have to offer. If you're on the go, you like to listen to your podcast through Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, stuff like that, just search for us, Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment. Our page will pop up. You can like and subscribe, as the kids say, and uh, keep up with us that way and catch every episode of every podcast. And uh, tr- traditionally, if you want to be on social media, Facebook, Twitter, catch us there too. Search the same way, Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment, our pages will pop up i assure you if you like to you know dabble on the youtube as well we've got this stuff on there too so you can search for tiger bomb sports audio entertainment pit row uh the you know traditionally i think a lot of more people will listen to the true crime stuff through youtube so it's all there for you all on the tiger bomb page but again that is how we might all keep up and traditionally you may be getting ready for football right now just know the process is coming. It's tried and true. And we're getting our NASCAR picks to be tried and true. And we'll keep working on that every week. That's what this podcast is about, guys. We're going to dive into the Sprint Cup action together, learn and grow together. I'm an avid sports fan. <clears throat> but when we're talking about baseball and football, it's a little bit more matter of fact. I can I can play with the best of them. We're learning this. We're learning this together, right? And so step one in learning anything is you know, study. And so hence the podcast, reviewing these races, understanding what we see every week, right? Okay. Now that we got the important stuff out of the way, we can talk about Pocono. Last week, we had some interesting happenings uh, down there for the Eminem fans appreciation 400 at the tricky triangle. So $6.8 million was the total purse at this two and a half mile configuration. And uh, hopefully you guys got to watch the race as I did. Um, so to start, we get green and Hamlin's outside and Kyle Bush is inside to start. And, you know, one and two, that's the theme with these two all day. Hamlin kisses the wall out of the first turn, but falls back. So Chase Elliott uh, slides in the second. Uh, 30 laps in this first stage. We get a caution at lap seven. The one, the Chastain one lost the tire, just got loose in the turn. We would see a lot more of that throughout the rest of the day. The two has some damage early. We'd have to see uh, how much that hampered his car at that point, uh, as it seemingly did. Uh, But we go green again with 13. Hamlin, Larson, and Elliott battling three wide up front. Larson takes the lead. Hamlin and Elliott battling now. Nice battle. So Kyle Busch slides up high and loses some spots. So now the order is Larson, Elliott, Hamlin, Blaney with eight to go in stage. Shenanigans between the 18 and the 99. Suarez ain't too happy with Kyle Busch, who's racing him hard, trying to get back up there. Eric Almarola brings out the caution, right side flats. 
so close to the end of the stage that the leaders actually can't come down pit road, but Larson takes the stage under caution. So we go green for stage two, and the guys who stayed out because um, of the caution got to pit at the end of stage one. Um, wait, the guys who stayed out because of the caution um, that got to pit at the end of stage one are are fading back. Oh, I'm sorry. Guys, I'm confusing myself with my notes. What I meant to say is those dudes that stayed out um, and didn't go down pit row at the end of the stage were in the front now, right? So you've got a bunch of cars in the front, um, but on bad tires, so they're fading to the back, right? But Bell and Burton are in the front. Um, caution, we get Balicki, lost a right, a right rear tire in the turn. Then we get a restart with Bell out front. Burton is second after a good restart. Caution, though, Hamlin just loses it in the turn. Again, uh, another spin, and he was riding down by the apron. Caution on the restart. The 7 of Corey LaJoy spins out, so we have another restart. Lap 19, stage 2. Kyle Busch up front, Bell behind him. Um, So starting to get some green flag pits now. Uh, There's a big fan after these two, basically, though. Is what we see. So 37th and going stage two. The order's Kyle. Then it's Truex. Then it's Chastain. Then it's Reddick and Blaney after those pits. 16 laps of green flag racing. So these teams are coming down as they please now based on their strategies. Right? So a lot of just green green racing. So the field keeps reshuffling as they handle these pit stops. So Eric Jones running up to the lead though. He's had a strong car to this point in the day. Uh, so lead now is Eric Jones with Blaney second. Hamlin third. Jones strong out front now running away with it well and then ty Dillon gets loose in a turn so we get another caution most guys start coming in blaney gets to stay out uh kyle bush gains a lot of spots off pit road like four and then we go green with eight to go in stage now the rain's coming we're we're, we're racing the rain um we are trying to get this one in but it would be an official race at this point right um but with the rain coming wallace up front up top kyle bush then blaney Three to go, Wallace comes in, but everybody else stays out. Uh, 23 trying to see if they can get to the front for the final stage. And then the order becomes Kyle Busch, Chastain, Blaney, Jones up front. And that's how we end the stage. So Kyle wins it, Chastain takes second. So we're green for the final stage at Pocono. Kyle Busch and Chastain up front. Eric Jones is third. Here comes Hamlin, though. He's racing. And Blaney's coming. Blaney's very loose, though. With 53 to go, Blaney blows a tire. I think no caution yet, though. He was trying to get to pit road. He was fifth when that happened, but he ended up, he manages to stay out of the wall and limp around, so we're still green, but it looks like he lost a uh, rear left. Boucher with tire problems, 34 to go, but we stay green. Spin, but he was able to straighten it out and get back to the apron. So after the, another pit cycle, here we get Chastain, Kyle, and Kyle Busch and then Hamlin up front. These three start running away from everybody. So 30 to go. The 11 and the 1 and the 18 should be in a good position to battle to the end now. Harvick, Bell, and Reddick aren't closer than 13 seconds behind. So these boys got some room. But then Blaney into the wall. uh, A spin-off turn 3 hits the inside wall. So that brings out the caution. So this restart will help uh, mostly Hamlin and Chastain, I'm thinking. 18 to go. We're green for the restart. And then Hamlin and Chastain to start up front. No love lost with these two. We know that. 11 and 1. Bumping a bit. They are racing. They don't like each other. Um, 
Chastain into the wall. Caution. Hamlin just pushed Chastain out of the line and up the track. Harvick careens into the one after the one goes sideways. Harvick has to be upset. But Hamlin basically made good on his vow to pay Chastain back for all the trouble he's caused him all year. The one is wrecked. And nobody probably cares because of how he's carried himself all year. Doesn't seem to be uh, something that's going to get most people upset. And he says it himself as they're interviewing him in the garage. that He probably had that more coming. So 13 to go. Here comes the storms. Again, can we beat the rain? 13 to go in the race. Kyle and Denny up front. Kyle on the inside. Denny with the pass. 11 to go now. Suarez and Bell battling for 5th and 6th. 5 to go now. Same order. Hamlin... Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott with three to go. Hamlin takes it. Career win number 49. Gets some 17 playoff points with this win, which makes him second seed. And he gets his vindication. All that would have been fantastic, and it would have been great for Gibbs with the one and the two. Bush was upset to have finished second. But it gets worse for them because we find out shortly hereafter, the next day, three different teams had major technical infractions um and so the biggest of those penalties were denny hamlin and kyle bush joe gibbs racing both were disqualified after failing post race inspection um hamlin and bush's cars failed tech their teams had uh hidden extra layers of vinyl underneath the regular vinyl wrap on the front fascia so that'll give your car uh an aerodynamic advantage over the rest of the field gibbs racing didn't appeal the penalty um said that they were working to change their processes you know kind of played the you know we kind of didn't know thing but no no people are suspecting that they knew exactly what they were doing and there's more of this happening now where with this new car we see the team starting to try to test you know test the waters test nascar see what they can get away with and uh if you listen to some of the racers this week do like the podcast and stuff Listen, man, I guess my understanding or what I'm thinking at this point is that they knew what they were doing, but somebody ultimately sold them up the river too, right? Like there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of prying eyes in those uh, garages, a lot of people looking at what everybody else is doing. Surely somebody would have uh, been excited to blow the whistle on them because apparently like right after the race, the officials like come right to the car. They knew exactly what they were looking for, right? It wasn't like a search. And so somebody obviously said something that saw something is the way that it is sort of playing out. But this is the first time a Cup Series winner had been disqualified since 1960. Um, but either way, as I said, moving forward, we could expect more attention to be paid to both you know, pre- and post-race inspections. They didn't find this pre-race because... You don't take apart that bumper uh, pre-race, but post-race you can. So, interesting stuff. We're going to have to keep an eye on that moving forward. So, as we talk about these inspections, we've got news already as we go into tomorrow. The college racing teams, number 16 and 31 uh, entries, and, and Team Heseberg, number 26 entry, each failed NASCAR Cup Series pre-qualifying inspection twice Friday. So this is an ejection of one crew member from each team in Indianapolis on Sunday. So uh, NASCAR has indicated that uh, each of colleagues' car chiefs have been ejected. So the number 16 Chevy team uh, for driver A.J. Allmendinger, heavy favorite, won this race last year. He's going to be without his car chief, Andy Seuss. And the 31 
the Chevy of Justin Haley isn't going to have Jaron Entley on hand. So for Hezeberg, the 26 Ford, and their driver, Daniel Kvyat, uh, we'll talk about later. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, but he'll be without mechanic Devin Folken this weekend. Um, and then each team loses a pit stall selection. So already, as I said, po- you know, pre-inspection, turning up some interesting results. But we'll circle back to, to those teams. We'll have to mention them in a second here. As we look forward to the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So Sunday's actually going to be the second Cup Series race on the Indy Road Course after the inaugural event just last year, guys. So Cup teams are going to get basically seven sets of tires, one for practice, one for qualifying, and six sets for the race. So basically five new race sets plus one transfer from qualifying. Three drivers without a win in 2022 have previously won on a road race. So we could uh, conceivably see yet another first-time winner here. Chevy has won the last nine races on road courses, so Ford is really on the drought here. We got a 20% chance of showers tomorrow, but we should be fine to get this one in. Race distance is 82 laps. We're going to go 200 miles. Stage breaks will be at 15, 35, and 82. Uh, Reddick has the pole for Sunday. Daniel Suarez, uh, you know, he should be a favorite that you look at. Um, He is, you know, he's won this year on a road course. I think it's Road America, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, he's won on a road course already this year, and he has another top five in the last two starts on him. So him as well as Chastain, you know, both track house teams should, or drivers and teams, I should say, should be um, looked at interestingly for tomorrow because they both won. So I think it was uh, Chastain who won Coda, but Suarez won Sonoma. That's what it was, Sonoma. But uh, they look to see if they can add another one to their to their resume. Chase Briscoe going to get the hometown run. Now, he, Rub, excuse me, hoping to do well in front of his kinfolk. Now, he actually won last, in, I think it was 2021 maybe, or maybe it was 2022, but he won the Xfinity uh, road race here. So, he's got some experience doing well here in front of his uh, friends and family, and he's hoping to draw on that again. So, we want to take some interest there. Like Chris Boucher a lot tomorrow as well, registering four consecutive road course finishes inside the top six. This is going back to last year, so he knows what he's doing out there. We'll have to mix him in. And then to come back to um, Daniil Kavai, I'm sorry, I know I'm butchering that name, but this is a former F1 driver, and he's going to make his very first NASCAR Sprint Cup start, and he's going to be in the 26th for for Team Hesselberg. Um, he's the first Russian-born driver in the history of NASCAR, um, having completed 110 starts in the F1 with three career wins. So I'm just I'm thinking, as far as DraftKings goes, low price, but he's got experience that could literally translate into success for him. Now the odds do kind of even out a little bit though, because they know we know this team's going to be short-handed, as we were just talking about a moment ago. But he's one of three road course specialists in the field this weekend, um, along with Hezeberg teammate Loris Hesemans and Rick Ware Racing driver Joey Hand. So I'll have um, exposure to all those, all three of them. But I'll also get A.J. Allmendinger in there, who won today. And I'll also get Chase Elliott in there, too. Elliott's been on the roll. He's credited with the win last week after the disqualifications. Um, and so... He continues to be scorching white hot, and uh, he did. He has performed well on these road courses 
this year. Sonoma, he, he was just fine. So I'm looking at him above all the rest of his teammates uh, over there to Hendrick to perform well. But I wouldn't count out Larson. I think, you know, Bowman as well. So I'm, I'll probably just end up doing, you know, a lineup of, of those Chevys, like, you know, Hendrick Racing. And fill in from there. But this is where my interest lies. Um, you know, I'm not going to completely fade Joe Gibbs. I'll probably try to get a lineup with them in. Kurt's not going to race. I don't think, guys, he wasn't cleared again. Hopefully, he's on the mend. But that's what we have for Sunday. So, guys, uh, hopefully you guys can check the race out. Hopefully, it's a fun one. And if you're going to be on DraftKings trying to bring in the monies, then good luck to you. Hopefully, you, we can all hit a home run together, right? So, dance in victory circle a little bit. That's all I got for you this week, guys. Uh, Thanks again, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace. This has been Pit Row. If you enjoyed it, drive back through next week. We'll do it again. Another Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment production.